It's the 289th episode of the Unranked Podcast. This is Christian Humes, and we have a nice little app trio here for you with Daniel Ween. Hello. And Thomas, look at those bangs, Caswell. Howdy, everyone. They call, get- they call him Tommy Bangs. Tommy yeah, Bangs. Oh, Tommy Bangs. Haircut's, uh, haircut's getting long again. We- I like this look on you, though. I think it looks yeah, good. I, I agree. I, I think that, like... Where I where I got it cut to and to here is like a like a really good range, but it was funny because we were walking to there's like a coffee shop. So obviously we've nixed Duncan at this point. I refuse to step into that Duncan Donuts ever again. I actually went online and wrote a Yelp review about how bad <laughs> it was because I I'd had my final straw, Chris. Because all we ordered, oh, you use a sippy cup. All we all we ordered was two large black iced coffees. Yeah, and one had uh, uh, sugar-free vanilla syrup. That's all we ordered. Nothing else. Surely this time there will be no problems. <laughs> Woman hands me two coffees. One of them white as as I am, and I say, "What? I don't even know what happened here. I didn't even ask for any creamer." And I was like, the sugar-free vanilla syrup. And she was like, yeah, the vanilla. And then she brought the manager over and she was trying to explain. Um, she was trying to explain something. I had no idea what how, what she was trying to describe. And I just ended up walking away. <laughs> and she was like, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. And I'm like, I don't know how to explain to you that this coffee shouldn't be this color. The sugar-free vanilla syrup is a clear liquid. Like... And she was like, okay, okay. And then she got me a new one and she was like, I'm sorry about that. And I left and I immediately came back, went on Yelp and left a review. And in my review, <laughs> I am like, I am not someone that leaves a Yelp review. I literally cannot be asked whether it's a, sh- a really shitty place or a-, a really great place that I would love to recommend. But it has it has gone too far, and all of the other it has Yelp gone reviews, too far. It's gone too far, <laughs> and all of the other Yelp reviews over the years. There weren't that many. There was like one or two a year for the last couple of years, but they were all the same thing. Of like, they've asked me multiple times to confirm my order, and I confirm, it and it's still wrong. Like all of this shit, and I wanted to leave the tip of like, if you want Duncan in the area, go down the hill next to the Lowe's. There is a really good Duncan. Anyway, the point of the story was is that we're now going to this coffee shop that's a little bit more of a walk. And that means like in the morning, we take Zuko for like a long walk. It's nice. And we walk by this barber shop on the way. And I like kind of make eye contact with the barber as he's doing this guy's hair. And we're walking, keep walking. And I just hear behind me, he's like, you're my man, my man. And I turn around and he's like, I got a flyer for you. And I was like, ah, you knew I needed a haircut. And he's like, yeah, not a haircut, just a, just like a shave, just like a trim. I was like, you get me. I'm gonna we're, we're gonna give it a go. We're gonna give give it shave, a go. Shave superheroes or I forget what the place is called, but it's something like that. That is the most uh <laughs> active like you usually a barber. I've never seen them actually leave the place to chase anyone down. Like it's always like if you come in, they'll talk to you. But he like, knew that he had to jump out. I was walking a dog, so he knew that I must have lived nearby. I or you stole a dog, huh? Or, or you I, stole, or I stole a dog? Yes, of course. Uh, or yeah. you're one of those weird people. Like you're walking, you're like borrowing your friend's dogs. You're trying to pick up like women, <laughs> trying to get numbers. Well, I mean, Brooke was with me, but yeah, I mean, maybe he oh, okay. thought I picked her up. Yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, 
yeah has has doing great perfect might go for a haircut soon <laughs> that was great we knocked out complaints right there <laughs> yeah me about it let's uh let's talk about today's pokemon oh let's not there we go today's pokemon 289 slacking so it's the final form of uh slack off or slow off the mm. sloth slack off pokemon now it's slack king the king of slacking um it's great because it is just the word slacking big eight big eight boy big gorilla man i can't get over the seductive pose that they have yeah he's he's got a lot of seduction going on here um body (laughs) body like a uh like a big wrestler like a heavyweight wrestler kind of a situation going on here you know like he looks like he could throw down with snorlax in a way Mm, right and like he, he wants to chill with snorlax you know? yeah like they're bros like they they get high on the weekend and fuck about um he's clearly the more active of the two i really i i'm just gonna say i have one gripe with this pokemon it's gotta be the nose it's got a mm. weird big pig nose it's got big old pig nose right and like we discussed like the previous evolutions like we start with the sloth then goes to a an ape and now we've got yeah, like a hog, like a yeah, especially I mean, with those tusks, like like with Slack off. I mean, Slack off. Uh, <laughs> he's got a similar nose to him, but like once you go to like it does. Off, it's not at all the same. Like, and that's that's where I think they makes no they sense. bungled it, right? Because the mid one doesn't have the nose that the first one does. But then they got to this final one, they're like, wow, this has nothing to do with the fucking sloth anymore. Stick yeah. the nose on him. <laughs> Give is him it, the nose from the sloth. Is it possible? That they tried the notion of the sloth and it looked much like much like a uh, like grandpa clown. Oh, like from the um you mean from, from the like from the orangutan or the chimp version? Yeah, yeah. it's like, possible. That's what I'm thinking might have. It's possible. I mean, this would also look better if it if it weren't as large, I think. Um it's a, it's an interesting Pokemon because the like fur doesn't the way they the way they draw fur with stills in Pokemon, like when it's animated, it looks better, but everything looks spiky. And then the top of it, it's cranium, like its head, its brow area. It mm. almost looks like like a helmet because it, it goes in like up over the eyes. Um, so I, I think like visually design wise, it's not a bad Pokemon, but there's I feel like they kind of lost their place on the head. Like is the body is good. Yeti? The face is it's not, though. It's like it's not really like a Yeti. No, I know. But it kind of reminds me of like uh, on regular regular show. You got skips. It kind of looks like skips. It, it kind of, it kind of looks also like it, it could be um, maybe like a Bigfoot, you know? Yeah, which I mean, is in the Yeti family. Yeti, same idea. I yeah, guess. it's it's in the Yeti Mythical family. ape creature person. Yeah, thing. yeah. I, I otherwise though, good Pokemon, very strong. Um, it's a normal type, so that's where it's like. Let's be honest here. Most normal type Pokemon kind of forgotten, but. Generally speaking, I like its concept and its design. I just think the face is kind of ugly, mostly in stills. It's much better when it's animated, but it does kind of have a big, fugly face. The, the My uh, connection to slacking and people who play Pokemon Go who can uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong or this has changed, but oh, they will. he was <laughs> one of the... Pokemon to get because he was such a beast to defeat in gyms. So he was, if you like, if you go on Pokemon Go, and again, I don't know 
this might have changed in the last two years since I haven't played. But if you go, like so many of the gyms will be will always have a slacking in them because like huh. they are for some whatever reason, like stats or whatever, like they're just tough to defeat. Oh, um, good attack. Yeah. So I was a big, yeah, they do have a good attack, good HP. I I the I'm looking at regular stats. The other thing that I'm gonna bring up is that uh I know that uh Chris is uh bongo for Bing, Bing.com. Um oh well. I mean, we've gone over this, but for, for those in the know, if you don't know, I'm pulling you in. If you need to do image searches, especially if you're someone that works on like social media or you got to pull images for reference, Bing.com way better than Google. You get way more full-size reference images because Google lost a lawsuit to, to Getty Images. And since then, they generally speaking, don't have access to a lot of the full-size images. Um, and, and because of your search history, if you use Google, you're going to get what they think you want, which isn't yeah. necessarily what you're typing in. So if you, I only use Bing for image searches and I get way better results every time. It's you funny you mentioned that because like, so yeah, so, more yeah, Bing for my more. buck. I love that. There are so many, there are so many times I search Google and I go to the tools thing to say like large, like I'm thinking like four digit pixel count. At least, at least, at least large has to be 1080p and above. Well, that's not what Google's given me. I'm getting 900p photos. Mm -hmm. Fuck Mm -hmm. off, dude. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Google, Google image search is pretty shit, but I will say, so one of the, uh, like really fucking annoying things about anything to do with windows is that no matter what bra- what what browser you use you can set google to the default somehow bing after a few months will be the default <laughs> again i don't know how this happens but like i keep switching it to google like oh, yeah. in the settings and then a few months later it's like no i'm getting uh, like it's the automatic search is bing every every time it's really <laughs> windows updates and this, Once oh, that, that's a good point, Dan. Fucking assholes. So I just, <laughs> at one point, I just gave up on changing it back. I was like, fine, I will use Bing, fine. I searched for slacking on Bing. And the first link was to pokemondatabase.net. And I, cl- I clicked on it and it is, I mean, a garbage looking site. And I was like, <laughs> is this, if I, cl- if I go on Google and I Google slacking, what's, what's the deal? Perfect trio of sites on google bulbpedia number one where you want it you want it in the top slot if i'm searching any of this info bulbpedia is the one and then cerebi.net number two everything else is useless with pokemon database in the third is it cerebi i always thought it was supposed to be pronounced like the pokemon cerebi oh yeah i'm i whatever like 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 celebi but they call it cerebi there you go. I yeah, think that's. I mean, I've. Called. I guess I've just mispronounced this whole time. I anyway. don't know. I've only read it as well. Like, like many weird things on the internet. There's so many times where Swiss swine or whatever. Yeah. But also, it's just like with actors or like comics and things. It's like, oh, I read about these things all the time, but I've never heard them spoken. Yeah. And then someone says it, I'm like, oh, that's how you say that word. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. Anyway, Bing, Bing, subsequent. <laughs> Bing, uh, search for anything other than images. Throw it in the bin. Um, speaking of throw it in the bin, you want to move on? Done with Pokemon. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I got a couple of things to talk about. I don't know about anyone else, but it feels like. I mean, Dan, you missed for two weeks, so we'll throw it over to you in a minute. But um, because you weren't here last week, so we haven't talked to you in two weeks. Yeah. But for me, this last week, this felt like two weeks i don't i don't know if it's because i've just been so busy or had a lot happening but i am fucking exhausted today i'm very tired 
I'm worn out. Mm. Yesterday, I was like, I feel burnt out. I got two days left to go. This is not good. <laughs> um, yeah. But I had, I did have a lot of fun things happen. I think I just did too much this week. But uh, last Friday, I went to the Dodgers game. I went with Matt, Naeem, Brennan from uh, softball. So that was a lot of fun. And then uh, that was on Friday. But Monday, we had our first softball game. Um, we have like one or two new players. Uh, the majority of us are back. We crushed. We won like 24 to 13 for our first game, which last season, our it's first game, we lost like 21 to six. So big, big improvement this season from last season. And the team we played today felt fairly evenly matched, but here was a weird thing. And I did not know this. Um, we moved fields. There's two sets of four fields at this park. And we switched over to this one and a bunch of people were complaining about it in advance. And I didn't understand why until we got on the field and started playing, but apparently, and it's something I didn't know, there's a big difference between a softball field and a baseball field. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. I knew this <laughs> big time. It's basically 40% larger. It's, uh, it's, I it's, think it's actually like a third larger, like a, like a fish. Well, so it's, so if you, if you go from the baseball field to the softball field, you take away 30%, but if you go from the softball field to oh, the baseball field, you add 40, per, like it's How because it's work? 65. Well, be, so because think about it like this, Tom, if you have, um, if $60 60. and I have $90, right. You'd be like, I could say, oh, well, I only have 30% more than you. Cause I have $90, but you could say, well, I have 50% more than you because $30 more than you is half of what you have. Yeah, so depending on more. how you look at it. Oh, do you see what I'm yeah, saying? Because yeah. 60 foot bases as opposed to 90. Right. So gotcha. yeah, exactly. So it was, it was a big difference. It's, it's crazy because basically I play first base practically useless. My role is because <laughs> there's so much room from the, the bases to the outfield and between the bases now that the odds of us getting the ball and then getting it in time to the first base, very low. We're basically getting almost all of our outs at second base or catching them on flies. It was yeah, very it different weird. game. It is weird you're playing softball on a baseball field for that reason. I, apparently, baseball, there's some very, scheduling problem. Oh, it's like easier to throw a baseball because it's smaller across that diamond. But a softball, you're like winding up and like it's almost like a half of football. It's kind of weird. It's and that's it's, so funny. It's, it's co-ed softball, so we're we're not fast. You know, like not everyone's like out there like really athletic. So like getting to those, but like we're, we're yeah. The odds that people are going to be making great defensive plays is very low. <laughs> I um we're all we're all watching Ted Lasso. I I'm, I'm actually caught up, oh. and uh, funnily enough, I watched like the latest episode. But we we had caught up, and then I was like, oh, we have I have that access to the the thing. The Apple TV presser site uses yeah. <laughs> episodes with unedited visual effects. Oh, awesome! Unfinished, and so but it was the episode <laughs> where they play at Wembley. Yeah, and yeah. it was just like. The stadium was empty. Like it was just there was no one in there. <laughs> there were cut to shots of inserts, and it was like five people, and the rest of it was empty. They were playing at their the one they do the training where yeah. they train. They would cut to clips where they're actually playing on the training field, and it's just them up there. And then, but you hear the audience going, Wah! but there's like the parking lot is right there. It was so fucking bizarre. And I was very confused because I started watching it. And at the beginning of the episode, you know, there's the whole dating app 
uh, yes. you know, that that is their sponsor. Banter. And so they they cut to like people using their phones and like one of the characters was using their phone and it had the like overlay, but there was no, like they were typing something in and it wasn't happening. I was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, did, how did Apple miss this? And then it cuts to a scene of, um, of like a character watching TV and the, it's not a TV. It's just a light panel on oh. like a stand with sandboxes everywhere. I'm I was like, oh my God, this is so funny. And Brooke was like, wait, that's not like a real TV. Like they're not actually playing the same. I was like, no, like all of this, all of this shit is visual. And she was like, fuck. <laughs> I'm really glad you brought this up because actually when I watched that episode, I was complaining to Therese about how poorly they do the fake TV. Oh, because yeah, they do, they do n- nothing nothing to make yeah. the image look like it's not a video playing. Yeah. Like it just looks basically like a floating video playing in a fake yeah. TV. Yeah. Uh, they could have, they could have done a million things to put like, to make the image quality worse so that it looks like it was a real, I would have rather them had a real television fucking w- with the footage. Sure. It would have been better. It, it, it was, uh, they do the field great, but that <laughs> <laughs> the fake TV was some real bullshit on that show. Let me tell you. But I was gonna, I was gonna say, you know, you bring up the size thing. Yeah. When they make the, when they make the joke about like Ted's, like it may look bigger, but that's just the stadium, and like no, no, no Wembley Field exactly. is actually bigger, <laughs> and the old Wembley was even bigger than this one. And I was like, wait, the regulation like competitive football fields are not all the same size. That blows my oh, mind. I, I had no it's, idea. It's one of the craziest that's things nuts. in that sport, where it makes no sense to me how. Like, like imagine ho- playing yeah. like in hockey. Of course, the they same. were gonna lose that game. They're playing Man City that play at a very big field up in Manchester all yeah. the time, and they're expected to just like, yep, you've got another twenty five percent of field yeah. you have to cover. I could, wow. I couldn't believe that, but it's, yeah. I, I don't know why I didn't put that together with that. It's really funny that we basically were like, what the fuck? This is so big. When yeah. we were playing softball. That's weird. That's so funny. I have my Ted Lasso. Uh, football is life. Football is life. There you go. And also death. But and football is but mostly, football. But yeah, football is also, but mostly life. <laughs> oh man, good one. Um, so yeah, I mean that's 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 my big, that's my highlights uh, for that. Um, okay, Dan, we haven't seen you in two weeks. Anything interesting of note? Uh, my big thing is I just got uh, my GPU finally back in the mail. Oh, um, very nice. And it looks like they just fixed it because honestly, it has the same like markings on it that mine was when I sent it. Yeah, but it works, and I'm pretty sure it never worked before correctly. Because I, I, you know, put it back in and turned on the computer, which went on in one try, which had not really happened in at least eight or nine months, or however long it was. And then, um, it when I went to reinstall the drivers because I had put, I'd put in the new, um, the new memory, and so like I wanted to make sure the drivers were right and everything. Mm-hmm. It gave me like nine more options. Like it was actually picking up things that it didn't pick up before. That's good. So it, maybe you won't have to reinstall stuff every time you're doing Yeah, this. no, I should. I think that's why it was happening is because yeah. it was just all sorts of fucked up. That's now awesome. It seems like it's working. I can actually stream without getting kicked off. Like every, what, uh, what everything's GPU? coming up ween. But yeah, GPU. Let's not say that. That's gonna, <laughs> that <doesn't> <laughs> what GPU do you have? Can we hold on? Can we just analyze what he just said? Everything's coming up. Everything's ween. coming up. We. Oh, okay. Yeah. There you go. Um. Anyway. Um. <laughs> the uh, I have it written down somewhere, but it, it basically it's a twenty with, series, right? Uh, I, let me see. I have the part, I, but isn't it a mobile twenty series, like the M series or something, or one of their? Because it's because it's like a mini PC. It's like a smaller. Oh, okay, cool. 
PC. I, um, I had an opportunity to uh, buy a 3080 Ti the other day. My friend was at uh, Micro Center and was like, they have 3080 Ti's in stock, but it was one of the ones that is like almost two grand. And I was like, I can't, I cannot do that. That is insane. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's I don't even good. need it. No, no, I'm going to wait for the 40 series, maybe even wait past that. It's going to be a nightmare to try and get those anyway, so I'm not going to stress yeah. about it. The GPU I had was a Radeon RX 580. There you go. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's the Radeon RX series. Chip. Got it. Um, I saw, and I think Dan might have seen it. I watched Malignant, James Wan's new horror film. I've seen that it exists. Oh, my God. Uh, the most fun I've had at the movies in years it is a, a basic premise is that there's someone um, committing murders and they're connected to the, 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 main, the main character somehow. And they, she is able to view the murders like she witnesses them happen, but she kind of is frozen in place every time and she doesn't know why. Um, and there's like hints of things and like you kind of think you have the idea of what is happening like but then the last 30 minutes the big twist happens and it and then just like shit goes it's one of the most ludicrous like it dives straight into like B horror movie territory mm. but with like a bit more bigger budget and obviously James Wan's style and it just like just goes batshit after that and um like i had my jaw on the floor when it was happening and i was like this is literally like the coolest and it became funny it just became funny i was laughing my ass off but like it was intentional and I see. okay brooke brooke we'd had a long day because it was we had come back from a wedding we'd been at a wedding all weekend but so we come back for a wedding and like brooke uh she never does this but she'd like had fallen asleep right before it and we get through like the finale and it's like basically a credits. And she's like, wait, what did I miss? And I'm like, literally the twist <laughs> and the best part of this movie, but we can watch it again. And I immediately just rewound it back to like the reveal. Um, so it's still on HBO max for like another month or whatever. I really, really cannot recommend it enough. Sick. It, it isn't. Um, I mean, the, you know, it's, it's a little scary if you're, if you're a scaredy cat, but I'll watch those things during holiday season. But it's definitely got like vibes of um, Cabin in the Woods, where it's like oh, a horror. Awesome. I love it's that. Like a, it's like a horror movie, but it's also very much kind of like parodying horror yeah. movies at the same time. I, I really loved it. I know some people that hate it, but I, I love really, Cabin in really the Woods. It. So it's totally worth your time. Great. Hell Not yeah. quite on the same level, but also like it's going to be funny. I haven't seen it. But uh, so for I've been wanting to do this when I get my stream back going. Uh, they have like Amazon watch parties you can do. Like if someone mm -hmm. has Amazon Prime, you can just like go over and watch right. a movie together with everybody. Yeah. And so the first one I wanted to watch was Rubber, which is the movie where the tire oh, is the, the murderer. Yes, that's like uh, from like 2009 or something like that. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's obviously meant to be funny. I can't right. see it being a serious movie, but uh, <laughs> I think that's going to be the first movie we watch. It just reminded me because you said it's like, it was funny how like much you like didn't write or whatever. Yeah. yeah, so I'm excited to watch that. I don't know when we do. I guess flex. next week at some point. So what was the one where the car is the murderer? Christine? No, it's like it was the double feature. It was Planet Terror and something oh, else. Death. Death. 
it is death something. I almost said death loop. It is death something. something. Yeah, I couldn't think of it either. It's death something. I liked Planet Terror. Um, that was a funny movie. Death, um, death, death proof. Death proof. I liked I liked Planet Terror a lot. The double feature was right. It's pretty good. Uh, all right, so let's talk about what we're playing. I suppose, right? Um, now, Tom, I haven't gotten nearly as far as you definitely have in Death Loop. I originally had taken Tuesday off, so I like I taken a half day on Tuesday, so I could play the fuck out of it. And our AC was broken, um, so we had to have the AC people come and. Basically, I was just upstairs monitoring stuff and watching the pets for hours and lost all of my time for that. (laughs) So I have not been able to put the time that I wanted to in it, which I will this weekend. That being said, everything I've played so far, I absolutely love. I have like very small complaints about like controls and the interface, but the actual gameplay is fantastic. It's awesome. It's got like a little something for everybody. Um, Mm -hmm. It's got stealth. It's got gadgets very good story visuals are awesome uh the shooting feels good like i I don't i don't know as far as like the actual game anything i could complain about which like we don't have to complain you know to criticize but like um because i'm not far enough into it i don't know if i can say anything worthwhile now without revealing anything story-wise tom what do you think so far I'm very early into it okay. still. All right, great. Um, mainly because I have been into the story so much, and that requires the story. It's kind of like having a puzzle where it all is. the pieces are laid out in front of you, and you're slowly building them, and you're building things in reverse order. And so the story, because it's in loops, like I learned things that happen, or I learned things without any context to them. And I'm like, what are they referring to? Da, da, da. And then like, uh, the next loop, I find a piece of information that explains like, oh, this thing that was mentioned in this, that's what this is. And so there's a lot of that happening. Um, so I'm actually very deep into it because I've been very thorough in making sure that I'm finding audio logs and notes and things. Very happy also that the levels aren't cluttered with shit like that. It's yeah. very decisive. There's only a few things. Like it's it's not a game where I feel that I have to literally walk up and scan every inch of a room. They it makes sense to where things are. They usually placed on a table. It's very deliberate. Everything is very deliberate, and it's it's almost guided. But like they don't want to waste your time. You know, there's the intro. This is when I the first loop because there's like a very long tutorial mission that it's like it actually feels like several lives, but it's really kind of like one big tutorial. After your very first loop, when you restart again, there's a thing where in many games, let's say you had to get like a code for something or you had to find information or a pattern, right? And then you have to input that somewhere. In so many fucking games, you'd get the thing. And then when you go to input it, you'd have to pull the thing back up if you forgot what it was. Whereas this game is like, I'm not going to waste your time. You, The game knows you know that information. So when you go to the keypad, it has it in front of you. It's just telling you what to input because you already knew the information. So I didn't have to like go back into my menu or press start or like pull that piece back up to like figure out what the fuck the thing I had already learned was. Because yeah. if I had played those things, those things like a day apart, which I did, because I only got like 15 minutes to play it the first time. And then the next day when I started, I was like, wait, what the hell was the code? And it was just right there. And yeah. I was like, cool, this is a game that doesn't want to waste my time. That's a good game, in my opinion, if they don't want to waste your time. Yeah, and there's a lot of things in the game regarding, like, um, you, you probably got to this point, but one of the first, 
I think it's in the first loop. You go to an area and it explains that time isn't going to pass while you are here. Time only progresses when you leave, when you switch between areas and there's four four periods of the day in a loop you have morning yeah. noon afternoon night and it a thing comes up that's like hey you've done what you need to do right now in this area if you want to explore you can but don't worry like you're going to come back to here and i love that the game is very aware of um like people getting tripped up over stuff like that like wait do i need to like leave stuff like this uh I think that when all is said and done, this will be my game of the year. Mm. And I'm surprised because I was excited for it. I did not think I would be enjoying it this much. I also think I haven't felt this way about a game since Breath of the Wild in the sense that it's doing something incredibly unique and it's doing almost all of it extremely well. See, I'm surprised you don't think that about It Takes Two. Because that I mean, mechanically I do, is similar too. I mean, I love it. It takes two, and that's one of my favorite games of the year. And I do agree that it is doing um, something very unique there as well. Yeah, but I'm I mean, not, I agree with your thoughts on this too. I'm not, you know, I'm more of like an action third person, yeah. AAA kind of guy. So this just speaks more to my not the things that I enjoy. Sure. That being said, the funny, the funniest thing I'm finding is that my not least favorite aspect, but the thing that I think is like I could take it or leave it is the like actual shooting and all of the um, like action elements of it. I think sure. the way that they have constructed the loop and the way that you f- like you find and piece the story together and you are um, you, every time you go out, you are learning something that is incredibly useful even if you don't kill anyone in the loop because you have to kill eight people you have eight targets even if you go into an area and you just leave without having done anything to like progress like oh i've killed someone or i've obtained this power you have new information that will fundamentally change how you approach yeah even if you find nothing because i had a i had a death and then i restarted essentially um and so i knew all right well i'm not going to go down that path because i went down that path and i didn't get to where i needed to go and it was clear i needed to go a different direction so the next time i just went a different way and i was like i can sort of ignore this area for now and and i like the fact that the game again is is very aware that people are going to be more into this game for all of the puzzling parts of it rather than the combat because there are very few areas that are like swimming with enemies and usually if it's swimming with enemies um there's a reason there's a purpose for that and like if you go a different time of day uh in a different loop or whatever um that will have changed and that area may not be swarming with enemies Mm -hmm. and so i just think that the game is very kind of aware of that the only thing that i think is a little weak right now and i don't know if you've got to the whole infusing things where you are retaining uh things through loops like weapons and uh trinkets which you can use to customize weapons and so uh, at some point you find this this um uh thing called residium it allows you so random objects in the world will be glowing and you can go up to them and you basically suck the glowingness out of them it's the residium and depending on how many how much residium you have depends on your uh you can infuse things with that between um 
traversing different stages. You can say, I want to infuse this. And that means when you die and you get three deaths per play, and every time you go to a new area, um, you get those refresh. So you you technically have like a max of 12 yeah, lives there's like, in a loop. <laughs> which, which, by the way, the first time you die and you don't actually have to start the loop over and then you see there's like a little counter that checks down, that was a big surprise because I did think it was going to be more like a roguelike where you die and then you start it over and you just do it again. But it is actually more like Returnal where you get opportunities to like save almost like a checkpoint where like if you die, like, okay, cool, you're not going to lose all your progress. You can do it two more times. But also like, you know, what I, again, another element I love about this game is that there are moments where it made sense for me to tactically sacrifice one of my lives. Sure. Where, because what it does is when you respawn, you like get kind of like pulled back to where you were like a few minutes prior, but everything that you have done has happened. And you have all your health now. And you have all your health now. Now you've lost a life, but maybe you you know um there was one area where i had like slipped up the stealth and i was like inch within inches of killing my target and i ended up getting killed but i managed to get them too yeah. and it like kind of pulled me back out of the danger zone yeah. and so now i all i need to do is escape the level i was down a life but i had succeeded in my mission so again there's this element of like Hmm, should I take the risk and like maybe cost myself a life? And there's just there's just all of these things. And then yeah. on the flip side, there's the Juliana stuff, which I've only done once. Okay, I haven't done it yet. Yeah, I don't think you I, I don't know where you're on the game, but there's a point like there's a substantial amount of time and play yeah. playing that has to happen before that unlocks. It is a whole different beast. It is like there's hunter ranking like you gotta you know you basically have challenges like we talked about last week where it's like survive for three minutes and you get points and your ranking increases and that's how you level up her yeah and yeah she is the opposition she is the person that when you're playing the main character cult is trying hunting you and killing you and so question with that mm-hmm. i can just choose to play against you like if you're playing right i can assuming there's no one in your game that's doing that i can choose to be your t- game's juliana yeah, so okay. at the you know on the main menu it says break the loop, protect the loop. And break I just loop wasn't sure if it was always random or if like you know. No, yeah. When you select the when you select Juliana, it has uh, two things that you can choose: random or friends. Loop. Yeah, this this is one of the biggest features of the game for me. This is one of the things I've been most excited about because I, I mentioned it to you before and I said it over text message today, but. Um, this game has a lot of things that Perfect Dark had. I mean, there's there's items in the game that have multiple uses, which is something that kind of went away after the N64 era. And the Perfect Dark was the game that like really fucking nailed that. In fact, there's there's this like hacking thing that lets you do all the these different yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. things. The hackamajig is literally just like the little spy bot thing you have in Perfect Dark that lets you like connect and do all. It, it's kind of like we have a. It's like a tech gadget, you know. It's like this is your tech gadget. If we have a tech thing, that's your tech gadget. And just like in Perfect Dark, there's there's items in this game that have multiple uses. You can choose like secondary or different functions for them. Um, but then Perfect Dark had my other favorite thing, which was counteroperative mode where while one player is playing the campaign level, the second player, instead of being co-op, is actually spawning as the NPC and trying to stop mm. their friend from beating the level, which is really fucking cool. And it's like, it's unbelievable to me we haven't seen that till basically now. Like, I'm sure there's a couple other games that have had it, but it's such a brilliant concept. Um, 
it's strange we don't have it because there's a lot of single player games where it's like, well, there's no way to really add co-op to this, mm-hmm. but there's no reason that they couldn't add a counter-operative-esque mode. Like, imagine if we could just play Zelda. Imagine if you were Zelda, like playing sure. fucking Zelda Breath of the Wild, and I would just stand, still like spawning as like Bacoblins or the little skeletons and shit, and I was coming after you. Like, you would fun. never know what's happening, <laughs> like when it's going to happen. You don't know where I'm coming from. Like, I could be like one of the fucking lying guys. Like, that'd be sick. I, w- I will say, uh, so I, I, I've only done the Juliana thing once, and it was, I basically was like, did it very quickly because I was yeah. like, I want to see what it's like before going on the pod to talk about it. Yes. I was having issues with like rubber banding. Okay. I don't know if it was just the single game I was in, but I was getting like pulled back. And like, I've heard there's things. There's some technical things, which like, you know, modern video games, you should just assume the first week or month of the game is going to have glitches that need to get ironed Yeah. Because I, I like, I was like, in a firefight i found the cult that was in the game and when he killed me my health was at like quarter i still had like a quarter health left but i was dead and like my character was kind of like dead and like the model was just kind of like rolling around uh but the other thing um so I don't know how much I'm going to go into like hunting people down. Maybe once I've completed the story, but I'm yeah. So we could talk about that more next week too, because then we'll both yeah. have more time with it. And like, it's very the story is very Lost esque, where you're learning about again, like in Lost, like you're kind of the piecing it's the got story. Got some TVA vibes too. You oh totally one hundred percent. But in t- in terms of like learning the story backwards, like yes, the characters in Lost they meet the others, and then like the Dharma Initiative is introduced, and then like. And so there's a ton of shit like that where you're like, oh, fuck. Okay, this explains that. Because it's like all of these things have happened, but now you have to understand why. Yeah. Like why it took place. The only only thing that uh, I am a little lukewarm on is the like infusion process and the loadout process between um, traveling to different districts and, and being in different loops. It's a little unclear. First off, the text in the game is tiny i'm usually not one that like complains I about notice this. that but i huh yeah like i'm sitting on my couch like kind of like trying to read it especially when are you far from your tv i'm not far i don't I'll pay feel attention like, to it the next time i haven't i, I, I haven't noticed it yet though. i don't feel like i'm struggling when i'm playing any other game yeah. and with this one when it's like the description of the trinket like i'm like it's three oh. font levels down and i'm like okay my car like your recoil <laughs> is and so that there's that element to it yeah Obviously, i haven't done enough of that stuff yet that's probably we've, why we've also talked about like the cursor you know it's the destiny 2 thing of the cursor with the thing there's no so, like, there's no reason for it there's no reason for these games it's just laziness honestly especially, like it really is <laughs> uh, and the menu in this especially like yeah. everything is buttons everything is buttons there's no reason i cannot just press up and down on the d-pad yep. there's it's it's nuts it's and nuts. So that makes it a little more complicated. And also, like, it's a little tedious of, like, deciding what you want to infuse. And then it's not clear. I thought I had infused certain things. But actually, the infusion logo is an important fact for when you play. The infusion logo, if it's on something, means that it hasn't been infused. Yeah. You need to get rid of the logo on things. So I was Because it's, it's saying that it, it has it an infusion requi- available. You need, you need to yeah. infuse. So a lot of that is like a little messy and definitely I feel like the weakest part is like choosing the loadout, which is very integral to the game. They, want- they, they built it like a PC game. Ever, I, I love all these games being on PC, man, but all it's doing is everyone's making the game for PC 
They're designing the interface for PC. They're it's designing the, the controls PCMR. for PC. <sighs> and then they're like, okay, now make it work on console. Because also the controls, I think, are a little funky. There's no reason it should be so complicated for me to switch fucking weapons. Mm-hmm. Just give me a weapon wheel. Let me just press Y to cycle through. Like, it's it's weird, Dan. There's like a, I can I press like a, R1 to pick up the gun. Or like on No Arena Play. When it's it came strange. Out. Like the night it came out, I was watching a little bit. So I saw some of this stuff. I wasn't exactly sure what was happening. I only watched, I think, yeah. the tutorial part of it. But I, I, I will say after playing it for a bit, you get used to it. And I found that actually it's it's not as bad as I first thought it would be. No, like, it's just I've clunky. And there's close, no reason for it to be. But like, but like you're cycling through things with the like on the D-pad, like you're cycling through powers with the up button, continuous press, cycling things on the left. On this, you're cycling through things on the on the triangle. Yep. Uh, you're pressing R1 to switch melee. It is a little bit count counterintuitive to the way that most games do it i have gotten better at that i've gotten better at like um the like cult moves very specifically it isn't you know the game has a double jump but it isn't floaty. Uh, cult, by the way um dan is the name of the main character c-o-l-t he's not talking about a group oh cult. like a gotcha. cult <laughs> yeah because yeah. Um, earlier when you were saying it too it's like oh it sounds like you're talking about like a cult in the game. <laughs> it's like a Jonestown um, type game. Yeah. I mean, there is something creepy and mysterious about it. Oh, definitely. And, th- and the funny thing is, is I had questions about, I even hit up, uh, I even hit up uh, Giovanni, who's been on the podcast, who played it for review. And I asked him, I, I asked him a specific question about the story and like the logistics of the loop. And I was like, this thing doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why is it like this and all this stuff? And he was like, He's like, I don't think they ever explained it. I think they just did that for the game, like the convenience of the game. I was like, oh, that's disappointing. And then like 30 minutes later, I found like a note that said, this is why this is like this. And we're trying to fit like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. But um, yeah. And so like the, the I've gotten also like, a, yeah, a lot faster. So I'm actually enjoying the the gameplay more and more because like I figured out, oh, the the speed with which he runs and does a double jump, like how far is that uh distance and things like that and so now whereas before i was feeling very clunky of like um going up and like accidentally like mailing someone before like getting the prompt to uh assassinate them quickly yeah now like i did a I did a run in one of the areas where i was just like sliding i was just like running and sliding up to people and they turn around i press one and i assassinate them immediately so yeah i think the combat feels pretty takes good a little, little time to get the shoot to, the shooting's not like exciting me it's not like the no. first when i played destiny and i was like oh these headshots are fucking like it's very like halo-esque mm-hmm. but like i do i mean i love like kicking people off of cliffs and I really like the machete. I mean, I almost use the machete more than the guns sometimes. Oh, to- no, 100%. Honestly, like the guns are, especially because like, if you get into a fight, you don't, ha- you can't take a lot of damage unless yeah. you pick up trinkets that like allow you to like heal back. And the other thing that I love about the game is, is that there is a lot of health packs spread about yep. that like yep. these fizz pops. Yep. But it does require you to get out of danger quickly because if if the area is alerted, it does become this thing where you are suddenly being swarmed by enemies and you cannot take on more enemies at once. That being said, though, like I have an attack that allows you to you hit someone with it and they're linked to a bunch like a number of people within surrounding them. And if you kill them, you kill 
everyone that they're connected to. So it does become easier to manage and handle those situations. Plus, I like when I don't kill them with the machete on the first hit, because then the second one goes into their head a lot of the time. And that's <laughs> I like the one where there's this one where it's pretty violent. It is. <laughs> it's pretty this, fucking violent. It's this one that is like the if you do a jumping assassination, you land on someone, you like ch- do this and like the the blade is like halfway in that throat yep. and then you do like a mm-hmm. like that and like slice that up there's one where which is sitting- crazy though because it's like kind of bloody and graphic but then the bodies disappear so it's like yeah, kind of surprising right, that yeah. they bothered to make it so graphic and violent and like right. have blood but then like they just dis- typically when the game has stuff disappear it's a little bit more friendly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, they, they, they really found a really good way to do that because obviously one of the things that games run into all the time, one of the problems, especially with like a game where you're killing people, is that leaving the dead bodies like is consuming like computing power. Yeah, I mean, so, that's true, but I, I'm surprised that's a problem on a PS5. I almost feel like that's something they did so that it can run on older PCs. Sure, that's definitely potentially true. Um, I mean, you know, I'm sure that the game could still could still handle it, but it is a smart way of kind of developing. You know, sure. every well, element. I was, mm-hmm. When I was watching it, it, when they disappeared, it made me feel like they were in a big simulation. And a so little bit. So they're dis- they're disappearing there. because they're disappearing because they're restarting their loop. Yeah. When someone oh, okay. dies, they wake up. So the whole thing is that they've left that timeline. The other I thing is, is like especially everyone was up. the whole the whole like place that you're everyone in is in is, a time yeah. loop. Yeah, gotcha. everyone is in it. And the other thing is, is like, it's kind of like the TVA and Loki in the sense of like, there's different timelines. Like you run into other timelines of cult. Yeah. And like, you find out that that person has done something that you haven't done. There's a lot of things where it's like, you've discovered this, like I discovered. Um, okay. Like wait, this, wait, wait, wait. I'm not, it's, not <laughs> it's just like a random area that yeah. I was hunting for something and it described it was like this thing that you're looking for is in this area of the map and sure. i thought i had found it and it was something completely different and i'm like oh what is this what is this thing like and now i'm like trying to find pieces that are right hoping to find pieces that are related to it um so yeah i think the game is i understand why people are giving it like tens and i just think that yep. it is not only doing something unique, but it is doing it very well. And I, I, I can't wait until we've both. Yeah. We're going to be able to talk more, of it. <laughs> more about it next week. I mean, maybe we'll do even like a spoiler discussion for the Patreon or something. I don't know. I mean, I would um, love to, or we could even do it for the YouTube or something. Um, awesome. That that's probably a good stopping point for death loop for today. Uh, I got to tell you, I now bought again. I bu- <laughs> Well, no, I was just going to say, I bought the PS five for, basically this game and for ratchet those were like the two oh and miles so there were three games why i wanted that console and this is my favorite one now so far so and i loved the other two so i'm glad now that i have it um and i i know you're talking about the um the vibrations on the dual shock with this game everybody loves it but me i still think the best thing on the DualShock controller, and it was on the PS4, is the speaker. And I and I thought that about the Wii. I think the just like extra little bit of sound when you're playing a game and you're doing stuff and it comes out of your hands and it's just like coming out of, like that's where it should be in the game, like when you're shooting a gun or whatever it is. I always thought that like just the tennis racket ball sound and stuff like that, that was such a, 
bigger thing, at least for it triggers my brain better than any of the vibration functions do. Uh, like when Juliana's talking to me through the controller, like mm-hmm. she's on a walkie talkie, it's so fucking cool. Yeah, so. I, I mean, I'm not, you know, I, I don't think that the dual sense uh, elements to this game are as good as some other. Like, I think that you can take it or leave it. I do think the speaker thing is really good. I don't know if you've played it with headphones, but to me, this is one of the best examples of 3D audio that there is because um, not only well, 3D because audio music, is now on TV speakers. That update right. actually just and I have out. and I have surround sound, so it yeah. it sounds very very good. <laughs> but like even so, but what I mean is is like um on on um 3D audio when you have headphones on the the Juliana when she's talking to you also dialogue fantastic in this game. Yeah. I love the banter. All of the people are like they're not like these straight up button types. They're all like fuck ups and like yeah, maniacs. Yeah. But um the audio isn't coming through the, the controller speaker. It's still in the headphone with all the other audio, but the separation of it yeah. feels like it is actually in my ear yeah. and not the... Uh, because they're, it's uncompressed. They're not compressing all the different audio tracks. So all these different tracks, you know, it, it layers way better. Um, it's, it's great. It's great. Great game. Dan, what have you been playing? MLB, yeah, Madden, uh, Fall Guys. The show. Uh, Fall Guys, I've been playing like weekly anyway, but mm-hmm. uh, it will be the show. I I mean, I, they did a great job with this, with the Diamond Dynasty stuff. It's like always more stuff to do, and it's a variety of stuff. I don't know if it's just this year's edition either, because I mentioned it to uh, to my friend who's played this like in past years, and he usually does Diamond Dynasty, and he had no idea what I was talking about. But they have daily moments, and they, since there's a Jackie Robinson edition this year, oh, cool. all sorts of historical moments with like historical players and everything like i don't know if you know like the um they just on espn just had a four-part documentary on the 86 mets no i did not uh they did it's it, keith uh, hernandez watch it. it's four hours of of craziness because they were like the coked up mets and so my fa- should favorite episode of seinfeld is the two-parter keith yeah. hernandez but uh like right after that came out the same day they released like a keith hernandez player card <laughs> unlockable thing where you could like of do course. all these moments from his career and it's like that's they did a good job this year of just like integrating all that stuff like the other day was roberto clemente day and they had a roberto clemente moment like and also like they've released so many different like i never feel like i'm running out of stuff to do that's awesome with an online thing that i'm not paying extra for that's great. Which is in, the, in today's games amazing. It's Are because it's on... not made by EA. Yeah. Are you EA playing EA Sports? On Game Can Pass? we please have more money? What do you say? You're playing on Xbox, right? On Game Pass. I am playing on Xbox. That's so funny. That's awesome. Because I had to, I had to finally just. It's only been available on PlayStation for so long. I was like, I have to just have to now play this there. on it's, Xbox. It's been great. And the and any anytime it's crossplay, it really hasn't been a problem at all. Like it runs smoothly. Yeah. That's sick. Yeah, that I sounds really cool. Job. I, they should I, imagine I if they could do that for Madden. <laughs> like getting the game, like it's probably like half off now, but like you could probably go back and do a lot of this stuff still. So yeah, imagine if Madden worked. They can't even get Madden to work. <laughs> I'm uh... imagine if there weren't videos online of people starting games and their team doesn't appear in the game. Like oh, they're just shit. empty and there's nothing to do, and you're just having an opponent run on nobody. It's just 
it's a mess. How, how are people at the NFL not just mad about this? At they this don't point? care. They get a season of the money. They couldn't matter, give yeah. a shit. Yeah, but I, of course, money. at some point or another, that turns, you know, like at some point or yet. another, it will turn. <laughs> it I mean, we're yet. talking about this with the Call of Duty thing. Like, yeah, at some point it will. But like, unless there's a competitor, unless the NFL yeah. like. But the Call of Duty games aren't bad them. and they're usually not bug like no, riddled like, with bugs not and not working. That's that's the thing. It's not like people are tired of Madden. Yeah, it's that come up with a patch, but it's still a lot of stuff that's weird and doesn't work quite work right but they fixed a bunch of things already they clearly but, still put a lot of effort into call of duty you know yeah for I, Madden, um, they, they just yeah. take a crap on a on a giant board of players faces and that's how they choose <laughs> uh who they're gonna put on the cover and then uh that's it that's their whole plan that's all i do i might pick up uh this year's fifa um uh mm. with the the like uh I don't know if you if you guys have seen this. I don't know if you even play FIFA then, but one of the things that they're doing I is do that a little bit, but I haven't played this year, so I played last year's much. I don't think it's come out yet uh, for twenty. No, I mean uh, like, FIFA twenty twenty one. I've I haven't played. Right. I've played twenty twenty. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, uh, so twenty twenty two is doing this thing where they are fully CG, like fully motion tracking, like eleven on eleven soccer matches instead of individually tracking people and like getting those motions. Um, so that they did like i think it's called like hyper tracking or some, some shit like that but it got me i was like oh fuck that does look a lot better than the uh kind of um animations that are happening before um so i might i might get into some some fifa this Don't year those games get pretty badly reviewed too fifa yeah. They only they only get issues with I think the ultimate team and the loot boxes and all of that like yeah. the card packs the for ultimate team. Fine. Usually, yeah, those games don't it's suffer from the Madden br- yet broken nature. Sometimes they people... are just like nothing new though. Like, but it's not broken. It's just not anything. New. Yeah. But uh, the the big controversy with FIFA has been the ultimate team and like the I think they even might have gotten into some legal trouble with reporting they, incorrectly yeah. like the. Uh, percentage chance of getting certain players in because that's the thing about like well then uh, there was that whole boxes. thing where someone was working for the company and they were selling the ultimate team cards to players do you know about this no i don't know oh, about this that. was a this was a wild story i, I remember someone was selling this, but... someone that worked for the company was like it was either through like bitcoin or something at like some website they were selling ultimate team cards and it was like the big cards that like everyone really wanted to players so there'd be players that had these like stacked and they were they were just like buying them from this person directly and they would then go in because they were like worked on the game and they would add it to that person's profile or whatever it is god fuck yeah man anyway there we go yeah there's a it's being investigated the ultimate the, the ultimate team card selling scandals <laughs> i just uh ea just doesn't uh whatever they're doing i don't get why like this person was selling three icons for like eight hundred dollars another one like teams of the year for like a thousand euros here's the other problem (laughs) who's buying this shit yep why what are you doing it's probably like it's probably like ronaldo who's like playing and he's like (laughs) i want me i want me on my team i will pay anything for it that's possible that is possible has this weird voice um, I'm going to talk about a, another game I played, uh, just because whenever I'm playing one of these big games, I like to play indie games. Um, so a bunch of new games, of course, every week come out on game pass. And this week there was a game that looked kind of fun. So I downloaded it 
And then I heard it's only about six hours long. And I was like, okay, I'm very interested because if it's fun to play a nice six hour game, love that shit. Love it. I'll eat, I'll eat those up. Give me like a four to six hour game. I'll eat that crap up. Um, it's called mm. Flynn son of crimson, not necessarily the best name for a game. It artwork wise, the stills, I think, because when I saw it, I was kind of like, I don't know, maybe I'll skip this. It is very um, like 16-bit, you know, chunky pixel retro kind of a game. Mm. It's an action platformer. The game is actually really fun in the fact that it's the maps feel almost more like a platform mapper, like a Metroidvania when you're going through them and you're kind of doing this sort of hack and slash kind of combat. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's a lot of like hit this thing to open that door, get this key, kind of that stuff. But they're all self-contained. And then you have an overworld that's like Super Mario World. So it is more of like an adventure action game. And it's very straightforward and fun. Like you just start out and you're in a village and you talk to some people and they're like, get this sword, like go on this adventure. And you have this big fucking dog named Dex with you. And this dog, it looks cool as hell. And then ultimately what happens is, and this is all like through the main tutorial area, the you meet this person at these like ruins and this person was trying to activate this sort of like statue, which has this magic. And when you turn up, you're clearly somehow magically imbued. You're the chosen one kind of a kid and it activates. And so they are very mad, try to fight you and they suck all of the life from your dog who it turns out is like, it's not dead, but it turns out it was like the guardian of this area. So they, it's, it's like sick. And now you need to go and retrieve that power is sort of the, the gameplay. And it's, it's really fun. And the fact that it's about, they say about a five to six hour game. I'm very excited to be playing this. Cause this is like when I'm tired or I don't have time to like sit down and play death loop, because that's not a game I'm going to play for 10 minutes. You that's a game I need an hour to play. Yeah, absolutely. So it, it's very fun though. It's a really good game. I think if you saw, if this had come out, you know, before this became i wouldn't call it a tired art style but it doesn't excite people the way it did you know five six ten years ago um you'd hear more about it but now with so many games coming out all the time especially indie games it could get kind of buried but i am seeing the few reviews it has are are actually all really positive um and i will say visually it does one of my favorite things where it has like there's like eight layers of like artwork going on where sometimes like I'm in the castle and there's like the front pillars as I'm walking are like kind of covering me. And then they have like the light that's coming in through windows. And then there's like several layers behind you that are like parallax moving, like some move faster than others. Um, so like visually it looks really good in motion. The mm. stills make it kind of look like any other retro pixel, like eight 16 bit game. But in motion, it actually has like a lot of work going on. And the music's really good. The music is very, very good. Um, so I think if you're into playing like an old retro kind of action adventure game, it's about six hours on Game Pass. Highly recommend it. I've put about an hour into it and I'm definitely going to beat it because it's really fun and relaxing. Very good game uh, on the backbone too. There you go. I love those kinds of games too. Yep. One thing, uh, going back to uh, Deathloop real quick, you just reminded me, um, I would not recommend if you're playing on PS5 to play on ray tracing mode. It is really framey, uh, especially compared to the performance mode that is the default. Um, Which is what I'm playing on. Right. And uh, like the ray ray tracing is not worth it for how uh, 
choppy the game ends up feeling. I bet you when it's on the Series X in a year, that race racing mode's going to work fine. Yeah, they'll have fixed <laughs> because I'm hearing that even like beefy like PC rigs, even with new 30 series cards, are really struggling to play it. Yeah, like ultra graphics, um, and then also the re- there's performance, and then there's resolution mode, which is trying to go to 60 fps but it's like targeting 4k primarily again like i feel like the 1600p 60 steady uh of the performance mode is is the way to play so i I honestly wouldn't waste my time with any of the other um visual modes if you're playing on console um but that's cool man i love i love games that kind of feel like i can very easily play them on streaming um which is how i've been playing psychonauts in 30 minute chunks on my phone <laughs> oh i finished that over the weekend because i, oh, I was like nice. i have to finish it uh, right. um great game great yeah. great game i'm enjoying what i'm playing of it so far but obviously death loop is now going to be consuming so much time before mm-hmm. Fuck, hopefully I beat it before Kenna comes out. No, I don't think I don't think you can, especially like I actually there's a lot of games coming out in October, but I think you can make room for Kenna so that you can give yourself some time at Deathloop, especially with Battlefield delayed. And so. speaking of things coming out in October. Or not coming out in October. <laughs> a couple of delays this week. In fact, all yes. of us had to make some fantasy critic changes, I believe. There was um, a lot of movement on the fantasy critic uh, front with reviews and shit, too. Yes. A busy week. Yes. So um, let's see. So Deathloop got an 88. I got 18 points for that. Um, WarioWare, get it together. Oh, I'm going to get that game. I'm going to play it this weekend. I'll talk about it next week. Matt's been playing it. He loves it. Brooklyn, um, I will play the fuck out of that one. It, I hear it's a lot of fun. Why we're getting together? 77, seven points. That sounds about right for most of those kind of Nintendo games. Um, let's see. Tom, what did you have that came out? You had Life is Strange, 81 points. Uh, so you got 11 points for that. Uh, Artful the... Escape. Oh, yes, 10 I points did for. get that. Yep, happy that came, about that. That came out to an 80, and Lost and Random came out to a 78. So you got eight points for that. So you're leading right now with 101 points. Also you because have... of the skateboard counter as well. I got eight points. Yes, which I was gonna I was gonna do that next. We'll we'll talk Sorry. about it in a moment. Uh to Dan, you had supposed to be the game of the year. You picked up skateboard. Uh <laughs> it got a 61. Not our lowest score of the year. Um, but that does no, you also you have that one too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well. <laughs> I, I wasn't gonna I bring that the up. Fact, I love uh, the fact that it's like if it's below, if it's more than fifty, if it's lower than fifty-five, we're not gonna duck you anymore. Like you've already suffered enough. That yeah. Well, Alex, Alex's Harvest Moon One World is right behind him on that too. By the way, where he got oh really? 51. Yeah, that was a fifty-one point average game. Uh, so you lost, you lost eight points on that game, which unfortunately also means Tom gained eight points on that game. So that was very good for Tom. I needed that. Um. And did you have anything? No, that was your thing. Did Alex have anything? I didn't really uh, realize Alex had Psychonauts. So Psychonauts Two is is one of the highest scoring games of the year right yep. now. I think um, it's on. I think it got as many points as uh, Deathloop did, right? So like it's actually above it. Psychonauts Two is an oh, wow. eighty-nine. Is he locked in with with Dying Light Two? No, he can he can drop it because it's not it, releasing. It says zero points next to it. Like I, I oh yeah, because it says will not release. So. You're not getting any drop it. Anymore. Yeah, these are. Yeah, they, he can drop it though. Um, also, it hasn't it hasn't refreshed yet on the drops or anything. So right. if he has put the request and I won't show up because I put a request in a drop. Total War Warhammer Three, which is not coming out in 2021. 
Right. And I have a request and to pick one up because I had to drop some stuff. I am looking like I'm looking at this list of games that I have and knowing that I'm now like Warhammer 3 is going to drop and I've made a request for another thing. I'm like looking at this list. I'm like, this list is almost completely different to the one I made at the beginning of the year. Like yeah. it is well, like because there are maybe five games on here at most that we, I we had so many games that got delayed. We had yeah, so many nuts. games that got to I mean, that was part of why we didn't do it last year. We were going to do it. And then it was like the fucking pandemic started and then come out yeah yeah we were like which there would have been almost nothing on our list like it would have been a mess so um but yeah like so many of our games so many of our games have have had to change because of and then delays. games i ended up adding i had to take off too because those got delayed as well. yeah <laughs> like t- the tmnt game like all that shit. dan has eastward which just came out which he has got quite a few points for i think we're yeah that got an 84 so it's 14 points like a, i think 81 points at this point everyone's like over at 120 besides me well and lost judgment's got 83 yeah i mean here's the thing dan you at one point had i think one of the strongest things but like we Everything just said because of delays delayed. yeah yeah because of delays i mean you lost so many major games um yep. i can't wait till halo gets delayed until february to me great <laughs> <laughs> that that's like that, that's definitely not happening um here's so so tom you have 101 points you have one two three four five six possible more games um alex has 71 not too far behind you one two three four five six seven eight alex can pick up eight games so it is possible for alex to catch you um especially if you don't end up getting any points for hello neighbor too because it's very possible it's just not coming out this year um and i have 81 points so i'm in second but i'm still i only have a handful of games out i still have three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve thirteen games left to come out so but i don't have any of the big hitters so it's hard to know what's gonna happen here yeah i feel like you have a lot more obviously you've got like almost twice as many games left to release but they're all like they could go anywhere they could like they're likely all to be in the 70s yeah whereas i'm definitely thinking that a lot of my games that are left are probably going to do well high score yeah i don't have that many games left (laughs) right so so it's gonna it's probably gonna come down to the wire especially because i have battlefield 2042 another game that just got delayed and it got delayed for quality reasons tom is not optimistic about this game (laughs) it's probably gonna come out in 20 years 21 years (laughs) but tom well no it's only got delayed by a couple weeks tom is worried that the game is junk and that's why it got delayed my yeah. only thing with that, Tom, is people previewed the game a few months ago and thought it was great. Same thing happened to Cyberpunk. Same previews were glowing about Cyberpunk. Reviews were glowing about Cyberpunk because it was running on PC. I think that, I'm sure, look, I don't think we're looking at a, a Cyberpunk disaster here. I do well, think. Well, of course not, because Cyberpunk wasn't even real, the game that people played. <laughs> I do think that we are. Um, I do think that we are going, I don't know. I just feel that like a delay of a month is not consequential enough to, if you, if you feel like you need to delay the game because it's not ready for release and you're only releasing it a month later because you can't release it any later than that because you have to make it for holiday. Otherwise you have to delay it until next holiday. Um, I think that that is it's 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 never gone well before. Let's just yeah. put it that way. And now that it's sandwiched between 
before it was Battlefield, Call of Duty, Halo, we know people are going to be stoked to play Halo because of the precedent. So Halo, I think, has a lot going for it. It's technical flight, which we're getting another one of those in a few weeks, is coming up again. I think I think Halo is yeah, good. Next week, I feel like I feel like Halo. Is, I don't have to worry about Halo having a player base. It was going to be whatever piggy was in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Was it going to be Call of Duty that would have to siphon players from Battlefield and then worry about people leaving Halo a few weeks later? And now the inverse has happened. And now Battlefield is the one that is not the first. It's not the first out, and it's not the 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 big heavy hitter Halo. If I had to guess, sick. though, what's wrong with it? My guess is the Master Chief Collection, like multiple. It's the multiplayer component where they have all the different like versions of Battlefield in it where you have, that's what I bet is broken. If I had to guess something is broken, that it's something on the technical side, getting all those different pieces to play well together. Um, I think it's going to be getting um, 128 players. Oh, you think so? Both. Yeah, because I think on they, isn't it like 128 on both sides? But they like do that it's... on Call of Duty so much higher. And Battlefield's traditionally always had a high player count. Well, they do well. So first off, yes, they do. They do wait. Did do you say 128 board. on both sides? Yeah, I'm so pretty it's sure 256 it's... people. That's yeah, more it's, people. It's definitely that. I, I was not aware of that. Yeah, it's hang a on. A lot more people. It should have been called I... Battlefield 2056 if that's the case. <laughs> they could have just made that the year. If that's honestly what it is, Tom, they fucked up by not making. Well, no, that'd it. be 1,028 people on each side. Let me Battlefield let me see. 2256. <laughs> Oh no! Sorry, it is 128 players in a single battle, so it's 64 that's, that's less players than both sides. Call of Duty does right, but the other thing about Call of Duty is you don't have the the real time damage that uh, Battlefield does. Right. You don't have these new weather effects like a right. dust storm coming in, oh, and no, also it's going to be like Crackdown Three. Also, <laughs> Warzone plays like shit sometimes. It does. It does. So, <laughs> but people uh, don't battle- care. People don't care that Warzone plays like shit. It's Call of Duty. It's yeah. Call of Duty. It, it does have that different thing. I don't know. I'm just uh, a little, I think that I, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I'm just, I, hope- I don't know. I'm just, maybe I'm just pessimistic nowadays, but like. I was kind of looking forward like to it. usually go well. But at the same time, I have so many other games that are coming out that I can play. So whatever, I guess. Yeah. And Battlefield, the other thing about Battlefield is it's not a game that is like just, especially for new players, because this is the first real big Battlefield release in a while. I feel like since Battlefield 4, that people are like, cool, this is going to be the Battlefield that is going to carry the 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 franchise for a few years. This is it. If, if this Battlefield flops, there's we like, that's it. fucking one again. That, well, like, yeah, that's exactly. kind of it, right? Isn't it? I mean, I, I, I do feel like that way if this Battlefield doesn't go well. Because like, this we're sets not gonna, the tone for the generation. They'll do Bad Company 3 and that shit will flop and then they'll kill it. But um, I, I feel that like if they're, they're looking for people, people to return, they're also looking for a bunch of new players, right? Battlefield is not a Call of Duty where it is quickly drop in, you get it, you can have a quick battle and have fun. Battlefield is the long game. It is the game that you play tactically, that requires tactics. It requires uh, communication. It's not yeah. a game that you can they quickly didn't go from mass pick up and understand. Or appeal. Yes, <laughs> or exactly. <laughs> and so I just feel that like them coming out in October, and again, look, if they needed to delay it because the game is, is going to be broken if they release in October, totally makes sense. But them pushing it a month, them only having a, you know people distracted by Call of Duty and then 
but Halo this is, coming out two weeks after. Like, I just don't see this getting the the play base it needs. Whereas in October, yeah. if it had released, people would have had like a month before Call of Duty dropped, and they could have had the time to be like, "Oh, I'm getting into this. Like, I'm starting to really understand how this game works." The helpful thing with that is Halo's free for people, so it doesn't eat into their budget. So if you don't play Call of Duty and you want to play a new first-person shooter, it's you're only buying one game. You're not buying two. My the only reason for me to think. There's, there's a chance you can remain optimistic is EA is kind of notorious for putting games out that play way better a month after they come out. And maybe they they seem to have somewhat Battlefield learned... Battlefield being one of those games. <laughs> right. They seem to have somewhat learned that like they can't really afford to put out, to, to ruin this franchise. Because unlike Madden, you can play Call of Duty. There is isn't the yes. only shooter game out there. So I'm like, I'm just hoping that this is like, Hey, our day one patch is not going to fix all this shit. We probably need like a day, a week three patch. And they're like, okay, this is what we have to do. That's my hope. That's my hope because I would really like there to be more competition in that space. At least someone fighting better against Call of Duty because it's just, I'm just tired of Call of Duty games, man. <laughs> and Battlefield games don't give them a lot of run for their money. But I, and I also like that they do vehicle combat and destruction and stuff like yeah, that. There's, there's a lot to like. Yeah, there's shit in here that I want to see in other games that maybe aren't necessarily Battlefield. But if the game doesn't do well, no one's going to feel like, oh, we need to take that idea and, and start doing more of that stuff. So um, next week, by the way, Alex has three games coming out. Alex has Kenna, Sable, and Diablo. And no, Diablo Dan has... Wait, Diablo? Lo- resurrected, yeah. Uh, that's something that originally... We, you know, <laughs> we let it fly because while we did the draft, the settings were supposed to weed that out and it didn't. And then it wasn't like, we're not going to punish you six months later. And then, right. Because so then, I, then I have, doesn't someone have Pokemon coming out too? Actually, now that I'm thinking yes, about it. Yes, but, but it's as Alex, I think as well, or it might there be Dan. Go. But that's, I don't know anymore. that's a full remake, at least. That's at least a full remake. You know, it's not. Ground up, sure. Yes, which was the thing. That was the thing. It was like, we're not doing HD fucking re-releases. It has to at least be like a remade game. Um, because at the end of the day, there just aren't necessarily enough like games to pick, you know? So there we go. Uh, cool. Dan, I heard you have yeah. a cookie of some kind. I do. It's an Oreo. It's a fortune. All right, let me get you excited with the Oreo thing. Much tastier cookie. I'll give it that. Much tastier. Mm. All right, let's see what we got. I really should remember the bowl. Eh, it's not too bad today. All right. What do we got? A fortune or no fortune? I guess. No, not a fortune. I'll go fortune just to make it interesting. Truth can be harsh, but it can be helpful. Not a fortune. That's not a fortune. Uh, it's possibly advice. I'm not sure. Uh, the numbers are 2, 34, 38. 43, 47, 51. That's a high list of numbers. Not two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> two in the nine numbers only. Were there three 40 numbers? 43, 40. Uh, no, there's two 40s, two 30s, oh. a 50 in the two. Wow. No one yeah. saw that coming. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Let's. <laughs> that was actually really cool. If you're watching the the version i threw the fortune and it flew in front of the camera like that and just landed it looked like cool on my screen anyway <laughs> email on rank podcast.com
or go to our Discord. Link is in the show notes. You can go to questions for the pod. Uh, we're going to do a quick one today. I have one here. Um, so I don't know if you guys saw this in the Discord. I think it was it was either under general or maybe it was under Star Wars. But um, we got a question from uh, Ether by Law, Greggles, on the Discord. Mm. And I don't know if this is asked, but with my Ahsoka sleeve, do you all have any tattoos? Do you want any? What would you get? Uh, they, they just got a huge fucking Ahsoka Tano. Jeez. Like it's like they're it's gigantic. Ahsoka. It looks really awesome. I think it's in the I think it's in the Star I'm Wars. Look at it right now. Channel. Yeah, it is. It's in the Star Wars channel. Join our Discord. So, you can see it for yourself. <laughs> it's it's gigantic. Uh, big fucking Ahsoka Tano. It's I don't think I think yeah it's not finished yet, but this is like in process, which. Tattoos take time. They got to do the yeah, line so work. With, with the sleeves takes yeah. multiple sessions. And then the color. It's also incredibly expensive. So, yeah. like, you usually can't pay for it all at once. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Chris, do you have any tattoos? I have no tattoos. I don't have any tattoos. Jesus Tom, Christ. Christ. You would t- tattoo Jesus Christ. Okay, that's no, I wouldn't get that. But this is intense, <laughs> man. This is this it's is huge. A, like it's so funny because like usually like a sleeve is comprised of like a bunch of smaller tattoos, but this is like his whole arm and it's one piece. Oh, that's fire! Yeah, um, I have a bunch. I have like seven. I have the first one I got was my Britain tattoo. Mm-hmm. Why'd you mm-hmm. get that one? Uh, I'm from England. I got it when I was visiting England. Um, I my friend who is now covered in tattoos, he got his first tattoo with me. Uh, it is the island of Great Britain. It says an island is my home, which is a Frank Turner reference. My favorite thing about this tattoo is when people ask me about it and they have no like I've I've been asked what state is that. That's a Brilliant. really good one. Um, uh, they ask, uh, you own your own island. Uh, usually I make shit up too. And I'm like, yeah, like totally. I'm a rich uh, motherfucker. So I have that one. <laughs> you on that. own your own island. Yeah. Seriously. People are like, you That's own your own island. That's when the guest people had? Yeah. Sober? Yeah. At a convention. That one was at like a comic con and I was like looking at people's stuff and they're like yeah it's in the maldives yeah seriously i was like yeah down like in the uh, caribbean (laughs) so that's on my right arm that's on my right um right forearm uh sorry whatever this part is on my forearm wait is this your forearm or is this your forearm i i don't this your forearm's down here i don't know what your forearm okay i'm guessing it's your bicep yeah Yeah. i don't know well it's the whole thing anyway uh i have uh be more kind upper arm on the uh upper arm on the forearm of the right uh, mm-hmm. arm, that's the Frank Turner album. Kind of looks like an EKG. People people think that from a distance, and then they mm-hmm. see it, and they're like, "Oh, so that was like a thing." Like after the fact, I was like, "Oh, that's cool." On this one, I have the on my left forearm. I have a very small one that I got at the beach. That is the. When did you get that? Years ago. Oh, I never noticed that one. Eighteen. It's uh. The f-stops of the camera, well, between 1.4 to 16. Um, Google what an f-stop is if you don't know what that is. Uh, Excelsior, I got this the day Stanley died, uh, which I'd always like planned for. And it I wasn't was coincidence, yeah. It. No, it wasn't coincidence. He uh, got it, and then he realized Stanley had to go. Yeah, I he, have, he didn't take his power. <laughs> I have a Star Wars tattoo on my um, upper up. right thigh. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay, cool. 
it's the it's the Jedi symbol, but it's kind of like stained glass and broken. Yeah. And then it says, uh, "Do or do not." There is no try. That was my oh, second. Yeah. Tattoo. I've seen that when we went to the pool. I uh, <laughs> oh yeah, my tiny tiny shorts. Um, I got that. I think the day Force Awakens came out, or the day oh, after. Uh, I have a great power, great responsibility tattoo on the back of my leg. I can't really show this one easily. Oh, it's there right it is. There. Yep. Yep. It's like a um, it's a calf it's, tattoo. I guess? It's it, it's meant to be, you know, like in old comic books when it's like meanwhile and it's yeah. like a yellow. It's thing. in the text box. Yeah, it's it's kind of like that, but it looks like it's been ripped out of a comic page. That one, actually, funnily enough, that leads into the second half of this question, which is, what tattoos do you want to get? I oh, want. Is that all some... seven of them? No, there's one more. I have a Bioshock tattoo. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought you had the. See, I always forget that you have Bioshock. For some reason, I always think you have a Mass Effect, but I know you, you have the Bioshock. Yeah, yeah, there it is. There you go. Does it say "Would so... you kindly," or is it just the logo? It's the it's it's a um. It's the, it's a design that I found online. It is, uh, or it's like based off of a design. It's the lighthouse, um, with with the waves behind it, and oh, it's sick. like a circle. And it says, uh, "No gods or kings, only men," which is the the line. Which now I'm realizing is like a totally like libertarian, like like you know, <laughs> you know, uh, the character that came up with that in in the game is like a total like fucking like libertarian nut job and i'm like oh but whatever <laughs> so those are the ones that i have i do want to get the spider-man great power great responsibility one like some additional yeah. it's just a little plain looking and i don't think it's very visually interesting i got that one years ago i think that was the last one i got done and i haven't oh the excelsior one was the last one i got done. i haven't got one done in years but now i'm champing at the bit to get another one in fact mm. i actually just ha- met with a tattoo artist across the street about a design uh, I want to get a Power Rangers one on the inside of my right thigh across from the Star Wars one. Chip Brooke designed one. I, I've we've talked about it. I I funnily enough, when like we first met and I really liked the art, I was like, I would love for you to do a tattoo, like design one. Yeah, so I feel like her art would lend well to a tattoo because actually of the, the style she does. Brooke Brooke did one. Brooke, didn't you do a design one time? A tattoo design for me? Yeah, when we first met, she did one. It was like an astronaut with an Ouroboros thing. Mm. She probably still has it. It was cool. Um, yeah, no, I, I that would love to get Brooks out on me. Well, talk about that later. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> yeah, uh, but I want to get I want to get covered. Honestly, like the the quarantine just made me realize, like fuck shit is so impermanent and like i love my tattoos so much and um so i would love to get a complete sleeve cool on both arms done fully one day but it, it is a cost thing that is the biggest yeah it's it's is there any place you wouldn't get a tattoo on my body i wouldn't get my junk done your grundle my no, you don't want a grundle uh, tattoo i wouldn't get uh no nothing on the grundle on it face. just not my face i probably just wouldn't do my Neck. face what about neck? I would get shit done on my neck. I was thinking, how far one... up the neck though? Because then the you're inching like onto the neck? face, you know, you're like turtlenecking, yeah. or what are we doing here? To where my beard is, below, yeah. beard and below. Like I'd get shit on there. I thought about getting shit done on the back of my neck. Brooke is nodding, like I would love that to happen. Brooke is saying she's supportive of it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's my tattoo history and and future. There you go. 
I've thought would about it. Would it be funny if Tuna had one that he, no one knows? That about would never way. happen. There's that no would never happen. happen. <laughs> I've thought about it a million times. I know times for a fact he hates th- tat- he hates like the look of tattoos on yeah. other people too. <laughs> like, yeah, he he doesn't he like just, he doesn't like tattoos. <laughs> I don't know. I, I there's nothing. Everything feels too fleeting for me to put something permanently on my body. It's sort of how I feel about yeah, it. Yeah, I've never had there's... anything where like I need this on me forever. Yeah. That's... Also, like, I feel like I would have to shave like a part of me because I'm like very hairy. Mm. So I have to like shave a patch off to get it, and it would be super yeah. weird. Well, you just you shave the area, and then no, I know, but like then it gets covered up by all the hair, and you don't see it anyway. So you just put it right on the right on the forehead. There you go. Yeah, right here. Yeah, it's just a big middle finger, right? Right in the middle. <laughs> let's uh, just because the last couple of times we ended up running a little long, let's just jump right to the game, guys. Want to guess what we're playing? The game. But you want to guess what the game is? I'm good. Tom? It is... Game or no game? No. Uh, Today, we're just going to play the Pokemon guessing game. I have 10 Pokemon names here for you. They're either real or fake. So is it Pokemon or is it Fakemon? Here's what we have you guys do. Kind of like in um, Gladiator, I'm going to have you put your thumb out sideways and... When I say, I love it. Show me your answers. You're either going to give me a thumbs up if you think it's Pokemon, thumbs down if you think it's fake. Okay. All right. So I've got 10 names. You guys are just going to do thumbs up, thumbs down. All right. So put your thumbs up, uh, put your thumbs out, and then. Uh, I think it's on camera the right way. There we go. Yeah. All right. It's awkward. I'm going to say the name, that. and then I'm going to count three, two, one. And after one, I'll say thumbs. And yeah, and then you flip. Left hand. Left hand. All right. So your first one. Pecretary, Pecretary, three. Okay, three, two, one. Oh, you thought I was going down with it, huh? Oh, you didn't trick me. I was going to go down. I, Why yeah, I, I match I, I, you? I'm honestly going 50 50. <laughs> I have no idea. That's a fake Pokemon. So we're, Tom's Pecre- got one point. Pecretary is such a good. I. It, what, it's a great. What name. is that? Is that a bird that is? Like it's perfect a, because there's this someone. It's perfect like for um, suitcase. Like, what's going on here? No, the secretary bird is one of my favorite birds. In fact, oh. in 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 harmony, one of the one of the uh, echoes is based on a secretary bird. They're they look really cool. They're big. They're really big, um, and they're very awesome looking. So that actually would be a great Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I didn't realize it was a bird type, or I didn't think about that. All right, your next one. Thumbs out. So I'm gonna do three, two, one after I say the name. Goalie Sopod. Three, two, one. Oh, you both got it right. That's a Pokemon. That's one of those that I I remember it because I've looked at that and been like, I'm just gonna be like, like I have no idea how to pronounce it. I may have gotten it wrong. <laughs> I think that's how you say it. I would it, never have known. Anyway. All right. The next one. Uh after you put your thumbs out, just say also what, like once you yes, flip sorry. it, say it. Just Dan and I both people. said that that was correct. Um, the next one, score bite in three, two, one. No. And Tom also went with no. That is not both a real, no. that is not a real Pokemon. That's a fake Mon. So you're both getting another point for that one. All right. Thumbs out. Looming gloss in three, two, one. Oh, yep, yep, yep. And Tom's also going yes. with the yes. That's not a real Pokemon. That's a Shit. fake one. No points. No I points. I feel like that is dangerously close. 
Yeah. Did probably, you cross reference? Like, did you come up with shit and then check and make sure it wasn't one? Because I feel like that one I've read before. It's it's not Lumen Gloss. It's yeah. a good name, man. Like you're into the Pokemon. You must like Pokemon. I didn't know this about you. <laughs> I couldn't even say that without laughing. <laughs> All right. Thumbs out. Crab Ominable. Crab Ominable. In three, two, one. Yes. Ooh, Tom's going with a no. Dan's oh, got no. yes. That's a real Pokemon. Fuck. Is, yeah. it the one that, is it the boxing one? Yeah, it's got Crab Ominable. I, 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 if it's, hang on. It's not, it's, it's, it's a, um, ice crab. Whoa. I've never seen this. I one. think it's come up before. I think we've mentioned it before because it sounded familiar. Generation seven. We'll get hey, there. Never. This was the sun and moon game. Mon and sun and moon. <laughs> oh, it's the evolution of crab roller, which I love crab mm -hmm. roller. Big fan of this, uh, this Pokemon. I didn't know it evolved into Big this. fan of crab rolls. Crab Ominable is a cool Pokemon. Man, Sun and Moon is just a generation that completely had no effect on me. <laughs> and it's a good game. It's a really interesting yeah, game. Very cool I, looking Pokemon. I, I wish that they had ported it. to. I'm sure we'll get it eventually, but I wish we got ports for the Switch. Cause... I'm not sure that Nintendo's not good about putting any of their old shit on their new stuff. <laughs> nope. Maybe in but like what 20 I mean is, years, is like Tom. Yeah, no, what I mean is, is like eventually we're going to get to Generation a 7. A remake of inevitable. fucking Sun and Moon? Yeah. Oh my God. We're going to get it. It'll be on like Gen 10. Like, oh, sorry, we'll be on like Switch Gen like five. 14. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Thumbs out. We got five, five left. We're halfway through. Tie three to three. Tom, Dan's doing a great job of saying what he's putting out when he flips. Could you just and do that's that? That's why I get bonus points. <laughs> bonus points. Uh, this is a this isn't tap uh, tuna's ask master. Yeah. All right. Vespi Queen. Vespi Queen. In three, two, one. Yes. Oh, what was that? What was that double yes. I don't That's know. Real... You're either slower than I am, but I've seen you go a lot. Oh, on my screen, that was at the exact same time. Oh, there we go. I, know, I saw well, a little thumbs down, then up. I don't know. Yeah. That was no, that's real. It's, it's got it right. It's best. Should we do eyes closed, thumbs up, thumbs downs? It's probably sure, not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Close yeah, your eyes, like close that. your eyes. Um, also, Tom, two left, Tom, you got to but... say, you got to say. I did. I said, didn't I not? No, you okay. didn't say. All right. I'm going to be very clear this time. All right. There's four left. We've done my six. My lips are open. We've done six. There's four <laughs> left. You, you guys have four out of six, right? So uh, you both have four points. <laughs> I right, just realized like, how fucked up that was. Here we go. Go ahead. Per circer, per circer, like Pete, like per, like a cat, per mm. circer in three, two, one. No, I put my thumb up. Yes, I mean I already said no, but I'm sorry to say it, but that's a fake on. Yeah, Fuck. <laughs> isn't that one of them? What am I thinking? Yeah, you're thinking of Persian and something else. Perser, there's another one. There's another one. Per Leon, Perloin. Yes, yes. Fuck, that's what I was thinking. Yes, that was from yep. this gen or last gen. I can't remember. Um, all right, three left. Dan's right. only got one point on you. Thumbs out. Core tusk. Core tusk. In three, two, one. Down. Yes. Negative. Oh, that's a fake boy. Yes. I oh, no. back up. These are really good, have, though. Do you have any tiebreakers? I've got a cat in the room. <laughs> 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 All right. Your second to last one. Nose pass. Nose pass. In three, 
two, one. Ten four, good buddy. That is a yeah. fucking epic Pokemon. Yep. Yes, it is. It's the uh, oh, what are those called? The it's like the Easter Island heads. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, it's oh so my god, fucking, I, I love them. Rapa Nui. Maybe. <gasps> Maybe. I don't know what the name. The, the I don't know the is. name of the. Yeah. I think it might be. I know dumb stuff. Uh, Rapa Nui Island. Is that what they? What are they called though? Oh yeah, I mean, the Mo. They're Moai. Moai. There we go. They're on oh. Rapa Nui Island. We have one more. We may or may not need the uh, tiebreaker. We'll find out right now. Your final really Pokemon and or Fakemon. Opalant. Opalant. In three, two, one. Yes. Negative. Well, we have a split decision here. Is Opalant a rock gem ant or is it a fake Pokemon? The answer is... It's not a real Pokemon. Tom oh, clinches yes. it with a score of seven to six. I mean, you both did great. Seven out of 10, six yeah. out of 10. Just, just for fun. Uh, is September the cat in the room? Do you? Yes, remember? he is. Oh, I would have won. The why did you, right why did you name the Milo in September? I don't know if I've ever heard the story. Should, uh, we, Milo... save it? Should we save it for the post show and tend sure. people? Yeah, Let's do it. Let's talk about that. Right, we'll do that. All right, there we go. Uh, Dan? People are so pissed at me right now. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Big Danny 15 on Twitter, on Twitch now with my camera back on, and also on PlayStation and Big Danny H- uh, the Big Danny 15, sorry, on Xbox. Tom, great Brit Tom on each and every platform. G R E A T B R I T O M. I'm Christian underscore Humes. We're the Unranked Podcast. Thank you once again for listening, and until next time, stay unranked. Sakukitman. Yeah. <laughs> Thumbs up. Uh, Real Pokemon. <laughs>